the Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Welcome to another episode of Winter's Call podcast. I'm Odin. And this is Tear. And today we're gonna we're gonna have kind of a hybrid episode. We're gonna talk about uh some of the crazy ass news that comes out every day and seems to be going faster and faster and faster. Then I'm gonna read my nightmare scenario plan. No, just kidding. Uh and then we're gonna talk about prepping. But we're gonna talk about prepping first. Uh what do you say? About... Are you actually gonna read it? What? The plan? Yeah, then the nightmare. Oh, it said you. You, you ought to. It, you said it gave you nightmares. You ought to. <laughs> Let me. Like, shit. Hey, you want to know the biggest reason people wake up if they without physical stimuli? Stimuli is because of a fucking nightmare. Maybe since we can't slap these people awake, we can give them a nightmare. Well, let me get it together because there's stuff I want to add to it. So I'll do it next episode for sure. And uh, <clears throat> so let's talk about prepping. But this. This episode is going to focus on the incidentals. It's the stuff that people, when you talk about prepping, right, people think food, uh, long-term survival food, water, matches, you know, water purification, seeds if you're going to plant, you know, that kind of stuff. Incidentals is stuff that people tend to overlook. Uh, it is stuff that you use every day in real life, uh, in normal life, and that you will miss greatly. When it's gone. And you won't even realize it. You know, it's that old saying, you you don't know what you're missing till it's gone. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And a big one is uh, salt. Uh, that people don't need to take salt or worry about salt intake in a normal modern American diet right now. Because of the simple fact that they sit here and most of their food is saturated in sodium. So they tend to ignore it. However... The average human uses 10 pounds of salt per year uh, on average uh, using the USDA and more if you sweat a lot. Uh, Gatorade. Get that ass like me. (laughs) That is definitely. Hey, hey, I'm in a fat boy club too. I'm just saying. (laughs) Although I, I am happy. I'm down to 230 pounds. Shut up. At 6'2". Shut up. Get anything else you'd like to add, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so more incidental. Wait, wait, wait. More the incidental, though, uh, one of those is. One of the incidentals, though, is like you can easily solve that by getting that deer lick like we talked about. Yeah, uh, we went and looked up one of them. Uh, 40 pounds of salt is like 12 bucks. In the salt lick, and they have this standard straight iodized uh, salt. All it is is the NaCl, which is awesome. They also have the pink salt one, uh, but I have a lot of pink salt already, like pounds, <coughs> uh, pounds and pounds of it. Uh, vinegar, huh? Vinegar. Vinegar is a good one. Uh, you can you can make vinegar, but unless you have a starter or uh, yeah, so, some way to kick it off. 
it takes a while uh, to build up a, a decent vinegar. Um, I know this is going to sound weird, but uh, pickling vinegar and pickling uh, uh, spices, uh, any type of culinary spice that you think will help. Uh, turmeric, um, uh, garlic. Um, I know that fresh garlic is good and you can grow it, but having a, a, a pre-dried uh, out uh, dose of vinegar, or not vinegar, uh, ginger and onions are a good way like that. Uh, other incidentals that you wouldn't think of. How about foot powder? Ooh, I tell you what. That if you're going to walk, if you're going to walk any length of time and you get a blister. Now remember, most casualties that will happen in a grid down scenario is from poor hygiene and medical care. Which means stuff like a blister can become infected. Uh, one of the survival podcasts and survival books that I read, they're talking about how one woman, she wore a pair of tennis shoes and she developed a blister. And with uh, the blister lanced, uh, she got it wet. She was down in the Amazon. And within 24 hours, she lost her leg. And within 48, she was dead. Foot powder, basic stuff like that is is so important. Deodorant, uh, toothpaste. I'll say toothpaste is the biggest one because you can use almost anything for a brush, but there's not a lot. And your teeth are important. And I know I've got a problem where I've cracked mine from punches and stuff like that. Well, the biggest one's where I had a door fall on my face. We won't talk about that. Fuck. Um, I think the you biggest one. Up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't. I, that's a whole story. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say you know the doors at the mall that yes. open and close automatically yes well some of them have a have a have a uh, a strength right how fast they open right and you have to set the governor on it and uh i wasn't thinking the guy asked me to help him out i wasn't thinking and he twisted it just a little too far and he didn't have the glass in the door so it was just the metal frame right yeah what <laughs> <laughs> that was my original, my original whack fuck story. <laughs> so it did it, it cracked my teeth on the side. That's something else that people don't don't think of are small tools. Yeah, uh, you can go onto prepping sites and get dental kits and birthing kits. That's uh, important. Condoms, uh, some form of birth control. Because while you're no, on wait, the wait. Run, you what? saying they can't be? You, you say they can't be like the Arabs? I mean they. They found out that you could use goat intestines for hundreds of years as a as a contraceptive. Do you want to use goat intestines? Well, the Europeans finally figured out that you should take it out of the goat first, but okay. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Straight up. Straight I can't, up. Horrible. I can't believe you were you were looking for a punchline on that one. I was not. I'm like, because that's you know, lambskin and other types of stuff was actually used for condoms. Well, there's a segue. I, I was hoping you'd say lambskin. One thing people don't do, and, and it's so often ignored, you should keep it in your car, when, uh, in your in your go bag, in your backpack, moleskin. Moleskin is important, yes. Uh, but that, that really does fall under first aid, and there is a whole lot. Like, that could be a series yeah. of episodes by itself. Right. But, so let's talk about uh, more incidentals. Chocolate. Sugar candy 
uh, stuff to boost morale, uh, especially for children that are prepping with you. Uh, we just passed Christmas, uh, so there may be bags of candy. The more pure the chocolate, the better. <coughs> and so the darker the chocolate, the better. And hard candies last a really long time. So those two are what I would. So I would look for those after a holiday. Um, Butterscotch or peppermints are two of the best ones that stay the longest. Yeah, uh, peppermint is really good. And if you have a smoker in your group, they if you have the 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 peppermint sticks. I know so many people that have quit smoking just by using those. It it gets that rid of that oral fixation, and it sits here and just the the peppermint hitting the tongue. Um. We talked about morale items, uh, stuff like playing cards, stuff like that, dice. Um, those are incidentals. They're they're necessary for um, morale, but it is not necessary. You know, they're not necessary for survival, but they they make life easier. Um, I know that women will not see this as a uh, necessarily as a uh, incidental. But uh, tampons, tampons, and uh, I don't. Okay, look. Look, 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 look. All you guys can laugh all you want, but nothing patches a wound like a tampon. It's true. And and Midol. Uh, Yeah. Midol has certain chemicals in it that, I mean, if you're looking for a painkiller, it really helps with cramps and stuff like that, too. And it's got caffeine in it. Oh, Maybe if you like, you can't get mydol and acetaminophen and Tylenol. Maybe just get mydol, and uh, we're not giving medical advice. So you know, in terms of what you should and shouldn't take, but you know, all of those just happen to be in mydol. And you want to know one funny one for incidental or medication? Incidental. Well, I, I, I reason I say it's it's funny because it's something a lot of people don't think of. But one of the things that I always pack in my first aid kit and I always pack in my backpack is one of those little small glass bottles of Tabasco. <laughs> okay. The reason why is if you have it, let's say you're getting real stuffy up in your nose. Right. Getting hard to breathe. Have that, you know, mix it with a hot drink. Drink it down. It'll actually start loosening up your sinuses. I have wasabi Plus, for that. Oh, God, no. Nothing clears out my sinuses like wasabi. Look, 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 look. I love wasabi. All the way up until I didn't realize me and my colorblind, I went for the ginger. Because they had a crushed ginger that looked just like the wasabi, right? They had it all ground up. And I reached over, grabbed a big old spoon, put it in my uh, in my curry. And I was like, all right, we're going to try this. Let's go. They kept telling me I need to try putting the ginger in the curry. It's like, all right. Don't. I had grabbed a healthy healthy dose of wasabi <laughs> my body was on fire <laughs> it's a different type of burn than hot though it is it is but, but now that's something else to think of though find out uh pepper pepper's another good one but not just for food flavoring right pepper is good um uh cayenne is really good for sinuses and for inflammation uh if you're not going to grow it, it's good to have your any herb that you think you're going to use and you don't want you're worried about like you're not a good grower yet. Get them in dried form. 
As a matter of fact, I have pounds and pounds and pounds of dried red and green bell peppers that are dehydrated. So that in case I have a failed, I don't care if you. So if if you have a failure in your crop, anything that you can get dried, uh, even if it's prepackaged, get that. Actually, it, 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 let's talk about that for a second. There are two different kinds of drying. Two major kinds. You've got the kind where you, you know, use heat to dry it and absorb all the moisture, or you could freeze dry. Right. What are your thoughts? Because there's certain things that freeze drying will work better than others. Yeah. It's also lighter and easier to, to, to do, but it is easily twice as expensive as dehydrated stuff. Now, I have a home dehydrator at home, but I cannot justify spending $4,000 on a food, on a freeze dryer for food. Now, that being said, if you do have a group of preppers that you're with, all of them can contribute some to it, uh, to the freeze dryer so that you can sit here and, uh, so that you can sit here and get a freeze dryer and everybody shares the cost. And then freeze dry the stuff that way. Uh, you can buy freeze dried food. Um, I like the taste of freeze dried food more than dehydrated in some cases. But like fruit, fruit is better freeze dried because it draws all of the sugar to the surface hard. But remember, with freeze dried, you have to sit here and introduce the water to it before you consume it. You're not just making jerky which is what dehydrators do. You're, you're literally making something that they forcibly remove the, the moisture from it. Freeze-dried water, just add water. I wanted to sell that when I was growing up. <laughs> you would. As a matter of fact, in my, in my uh, argumentation and debate class in high school, right, we had, for part of our speech program, we had to sit here and create an object. That to sell and mine was freeze-dried water simply add water and i sold it damn it was a funny commercial so let's talk about some other incidentals soap i don't necessarily think like okay there are well, some... no, I, we're talking about things that people usually forget and i think Having watched several people talk and, and hearing multiple stories and even having done some of the survival stuff myself, one of the things I've missed the most was soap. Yeah. Uh, there are bar soap is good for bug out bags and survival. Uh, but if you have the ability to get stuff like uh, naphtha soap, the pure naphtha, um, or... Uh, or the naphtha, there's another one. It, for some reason, it left my brain. But so here, and you can get it, and you can dilute that stuff really, really well. Um, hydrogen peroxide uh, is a, is an incidental. I know that they include it in medical stuff, but hydrogen peroxide in and of itself is hard to carry large quantities of. Um. 
Let's see what else. Uh, it, we talked about spices. <coughs> <coughs> oh, pet medication. If you have pets and you're taking them with you or they live, those are incidentals because, uh, and my wife will hate me saying this, is that I care about the people more than I care about the dogs and cats. And chickens are one thing because you can eat them. And yes, I know technically you can eat cats and dogs. Uh, nobody wants to. I do not want to face my wife if I have to take out an animal for food and it's a dog. Just saying. You just say that because Glock's the dog you're going to eat first. Hey, look. <laughs> my, my wife is an, I'm not denying it. My wife is an animal lover. So any any circumstance with which it requires that I take out a pet instead of, like, the chickens. Like, we we thought that we had one rooster, and now it turns out we have three roosters, so... Glock's at least got Glock's got a, a you know at least a couple days reprieve if shit hits the fan because I'm gonna eat them roosters first. Just saying. Yeah, but I, I'm saying that just because I I think it's funny. There's such a stigmatism in in American culture, Western culture, when it comes to things they eat, and that's something you need to get over. Very quickly when it comes to a survival situation. Like a dog is useful, right? A dog can be useful. It can also be a pain in the butt. It can be loud when it's not supposed to. It can bring attention to you. Yeah, my Glock. Eat it. Glock is my big, black, ugly dog. And he sits here and every time a siren comes by, he howls like nobody's business. And no matter what I do, he will not shut up. I bet that dog could hear a flea fart and start howling. I'll never forget the <laughs> you were introducing me to the animals, and, and you go, and that's Glock. Stayed, I don't remember what he did or what she did. You just went, and that's the first one I'm gonna fucking eat. <laughs> yep. yep, yep. <laughs> so at least you've got a hierarchy. I do. But no, um, I have a hierarchy of every pet and neighbor. Just saying. I don't know about eating the neighbors, but. Hmm. Oh, you're talking about shopping, like what I do. Okay, never mind. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer like, going to refer to it as looting. It's now shopping and reparations. Right? Like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not morally opposed in a survival situation of eating dogs, cats, horses, horses, rabbits. You know, people. Um, yeah, but have you ever drank horse milk? No. Oh, the Mongolians like to do this thing called arag, fermented horse milk, mare's milk. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I've had that over there. Yes. No, 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 no. Just so you know, if you were that desperate. I cannot. Do you know that humans are the only species that actively goes out and seeks to drink the milk of another creature? It's called asserting dominance. Not if you. No, it's called playing with their titties. And... <laughs> look, I was trying to give it something up, okay? No, okay, look. Where I live, there are three butchers within a mile of my house. Trust me. I'm not going hungry for meat. 
Maybe two miles. Okay, I'm just going to say this. If it's got meat and I'm hungry and that's all that stands between me and eating, they were a good animal and I love them and I'll think about them often. Especially the indigestion that dog's probably going to give me. <laughs> Following how you cook it. True. Uh, the the thing that gets me though is a lot of people forget like they they'll they'll know about the the toothpaste or the spices, the sugar, but they forget the morale boosters. And you mentioned a few of them earlier. Candies, chocolates, cards, yeah. soy sauce. That's not that's not a morale booster. That's a staple. Soy sauce. Yes. It's an incidental because when most people think soy sauce. How many people have soy sauce in their fridge thinking that it's going to go bad? Why? I don't know. Open container goes in the fridge, so they're going to forget about it. How much stuff goes that do people put in the fridge <coughs> that doesn't need to be in the fridge? For example, Parmesan cheese. Okay, look, if you're going to have Parmesan G- cheese that lasts long enough to get moldy, then I shouldn't have Parmesan cheese. Especially since most of them are dealing with that freaking powdered bullshit. My son loves that Parmesan cheese. Kraft Parmesan cheese. Oh, I go it- buy the five-gallon thing, the big old container from Sam's Club. Right, mm-hmm. go get that thing, stick it in the fridge. It lasts six months. I don't have to worry about it. But the smaller ones, the good ones, the better ones, right? Those, they don't even go in the fridge. I think there's a lot of things that people don't realize that you could get away with not having in the fridge. As long Eggs. as you have it sealed properly. Eggs. As long as they've not been chilled first. If they've been chilled first, then it then it will they'll go bad. I'm talking about eggs from your farm. Right, that's what I'm saying. As long as the eggs have not been chilled. If you have them from the farm, they're fine. You can chill them as long as you don't clean off the the mucus membrane. But there are other ways to... Like, if you rub them in mineral oil, right? They can sit on your counter for... I think It's six to nine months. Unrefrigerated. Remember, people. Refrigeration is not a ancient technology. Your common refrigerator was not so common back in the 1940s. I know for today's day and age, that seems like forever ago, but it's not really. It is... It is, how do you say, a modern convenience. And there are other ways. For example, if one of the oldest is uh, the air drying and the... Uh, preserving with salt. If you decide that that's the route you want to go for meat, in, because there's no power for refrigeration, you're going to need a lot more salt. Salt fixes a multitude of sins. Yes, it does. It does act as an antibacterial. Sugar is that way too. I swear, I'm gonna get you. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Get me for what? You're not paying attention. You're you're doing a double. You're you're paying attention to two things at the same time. I can tell because you keep muting me. 
How did I mute you? I'm looking at your hand. And it pops, <laughs> it pops just slightly. Oh, no. I apologize. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I was actually... I was actually talking to a friend of mine, Grim, who has uh, asked us if we'd give a shout out to Strictly Patriots. I was getting a little bit more information on that. Oh, cool. Oh, you thought you caught me slipping, didn't you? Oh, don't make me bring up the, your penalty. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I do not know what you're talking about. I have no idea. I didn't hear it. It ain't <laughs> happening. Oh, don't worry. I'll remind you. Sorry. Uh, you. Uh, <laughs> With friends like you, I don't need enemies. <laughs> I know. Um, With friends like me, you don't get enemies. That's true. They all disappear too quickly. Here's so, one that a lot of people don't do. Really fine copper wire. Yeah. A lot of people don't know what you could do with it. There's a lot of things you can do with it, but that's that's one incidentals. What what is your personal favorite incidental? Uh I like uh I like um chocolate. Not for me. I can't stand the stuff. But <laughs> that's so you can survive your wife and my son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna tell you because mine. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, in a in a stressful situation, as in a survival, everyone else, ha everyone is going to have these things that they crave. Do you know what I'm gonna crave? Because I'm the guy who worries about everything all the time, and the planning and the and the structure. I want peace of mind and calm. So if I can <laughs> give them sugar, and they'll leave me alone, win win. There's a place, mine is a little different. There is a place where you can buy about three pounds of these caffeine tablets that come in 200 milligram tablets. Simply because there's a lot of things that you can do with the caffeine, not just keep you up if you need to, but it helps with headaches, it helps with other things. And I mean, look at us. Uh, if we're, <laughs> if it comes down to where we've lost cigarettes and caffeine, there's just going to be a fire. <laughs> In the whole southern part of the United States until we find one. It'd be like a zombie land, dude. I'm looking for a goddamn Twinkie, but all I can find is snowballs. That, that's but what no. I always laugh about. People are like, what do you... St oh, here's another incidental that people don't think of. <coughs> Items for barter. Small yes. bottles. Uh, if you're going to do salt or you're going to do something, small individual containers that you can pass them out for barter. Uh, small things of alcohol, large bottles of alcohol, as long as you have small bottles to transfer it into. Think about this. Just remember that when it comes to barter, people always barter sin. Always. Sin vice items, always tells. Vice items are always the ones that sit here and are at the most. Coffee. Caffeine. Alcohol. Nicotine. These are the things that if you want to barter and be successful... As long as you have people who have your back, it, when you decide that you're going to trade them for something, bullets, bullet parts. Here's a good. Oh. Here's, what? 
if you see a lot of abandoned cars, uh, you just said something that made me click. If you see a lot of abandoned cars, okay, look for the old school weights on the tires. Yeah, for for the for for, for the, the lead. lead. Yep. Any of the any of the weights on a tire, they're all lead. The newer ones, they uh, the the more like the magnet ones, they've uh, they've added an alloy to it that'll tear up your barrel. Yeah, but if you sit here and you smelt them down like you're supposed to, it doesn't matter. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh black powder. Here, here's a good one, right? For those in the know who know how to make their own improvised primers for loading, those little red. Uh, spiral uh, snap caps for the guns when you were growing mm-hmm. up that are in the spiral. Two of them can be used to make a primer or a rifle or a handgun shell if you were to run out. So they're really cheap. They store forever. You can get them and use them for barter. For those who know, they're invaluable. I've said this before. You and I talked about this. Uh, this is not on the incidentals tab, but you and I talked about this. And I, when I told you that my survival rifle is is not actually a, a modern rifle, it's a, a, a six and a half foot barrel total. It's seven feet total, but it's a six and a half foot barrel length uh, black powder rifle, Kentucky right. long rifle. Think simple. I think that's everybody likes to complicate this crap. Think simple. Simple things have less things to fuck up. Bows. Learn how to make your own arrows. If you have a bow, learn how to make arrows. If you have arrows, learn how to make bows. Use a string. Use a string, a leather strap, and make a sling. You know how deadly those things can be. Yes. All right. Look, my father. Uh, when I was growing up, I wanted a slingshot. He goes, "You can't have a slingshot." It's like, why not? He says, "You'll put somebody's eye out." It's like, no, no, I won't. Same reason he told me I couldn't have a BB gun, which he was almost right on that one. He's like, okay, you know what? He got tired of me just listening to me. He's like, fine, you know what? Screw it. I will get you. I'll get you a slingshot. But here's what you got to do. He made a little sling, the one that you spin around, let loose, and let fly. He goes, I'll let you have a, a slingshot if you can knock it off that post from 40 feet away. It took me four weeks, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> I got to the point I could use it. I could hurl. Uh, I was. We used the marbles. But I could hurl the, the shooter marbles. You could hear it whistle. Just People don't think, you know, it's simple. Simple is. And you is can better. make one. There are oh, tutorials yeah. online to learn how to make it with stuff that you have right now. Uh, there are TikTok channels that are dedicated to primitive uh, arts. Here's an incidental that nobody wants to hear. Exercise. Have an exercise routine scribbled onto a waterproof piece of paper that is a full body workout that's split up the way it's supposed to be so that you have some sort of regimen that you can follow and that others can follow. I like practical strength over gym strength. Uh, When I was growing up, it was always called old man strength. It would be the guy who sits here and worked outside all the time. And because he had that functional strength, no matter how big I was in the gym, 
There was a guy down the street. He was a mason, like into masonry, right? The, the he was a bricklayer, right? He would pick up four cinder blocks in each hand and pick them up. And his forearms, he literally looked like Popeye, right? I'm sitting here trying to pick up two in each hand, and this old dude is just choop, bloop, and he put them up and just put them up and put them up. And I'm like, that is crazy. He goes, that is what I do every day for 12 to 16 hours every day. He goes, I have more strength in my forearms than most people. My legs. Having, <laughs> having their legs. Yeah. Holy crap. I wouldn't want to get hit by that. Could you imagine him pinching you? Yeah. Well, it's like a, uh, an old guy that was around here. I'd watch him throw five of those uh, 40-pound bags of concrete. Right. Just doom, doom, doom. And then walk upstairs with him. I'm sitting there going, I, I'm not by any means that I was in a lot better shape than... Like, I'm by no means a weak person, but I'm sitting here going, you're going to go up eight flights of stairs with 100 pounds worth of concrete on one side and two bags on the other? No, thank you. I have a spine. I'd like it to stay where it is. I'm short enough as it is. Make it easier for you to pick up. You're closer to the ground. But no, so work on functional strength. Fuck you. <laughs> It took a second. I was in. I was like, "Wait, that sounded like a personal attack." Oh, it really was a personal attack, you son of a bitch! <laughs> no. All right, all right, all right. So we talked about incidentals. Think about the stuff that you use every day, but isn't in a prepping book or things that do this. If you sit here and you have stuff in your house that you haven't used in a month, it's probably not an incidental. Now, I'm not talking about deck of cards, because right now people are like, oh, I've got my electronics. But say you didn't have your phone. Say you didn't have electricity. What are your incidentals? What are the things that after a month, you're like, I needed that. Right? So write down everything that you do for a month. And then, okay, I didn't need that. I don't need that. Those are not incidentals. Those are incidentals. <laughs> That kind of stuff. Now, let's talk about... What was the other topic we were talking about? Oh. Hiccups. No, just kidding. Uh, I hate hiccups. And I, I had one more incidental, but now I can't think of it. <gasps> oh, yeah, I can. It's one a lot of people don't think of, and, and you and I would think of this as a staple, not an incidental. But you know how many people I, I know that do not have a lens or a mag, uh, like a magnifying glass lens or a mirror? Doesn't even have to be big. Who are talking about? That's signaling communication 101. Yes, but most people don't do it. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's one of those. I'm like, it's the simplest of things. Besides, you know how many times I've started a fire with a magnifying glass? I am familiar with the, the proper application. <laughs> you just what you do, guys, ladies and gentlemen, just so you understand how messed up I was as a kid. We'd go to summer camp and the counselor would actually check me to see if I had a magnifying glass. Because I would wait for that one obnoxious kid that was just driving me absolutely nuts. We sitting there hunkered over looking at something. I just 
<laughs> right, right on the back of the neck. But I think we were going to talk about Kyrgyzstan and how absolutely messed up it is. Kazakhstan, yes. Kyrgyzstan Kazakhstan. is next. Yes. And we'll talk about that too. So anyhow, so China has made indicators. I think we talked about this in the last episode. Uh, China has made indications that the people in Kazakhstan are now ethnically Chinese. And uh, if so, they're kind of telling Putin, you know, maybe you want to back off. Putin's not going to back off. <laughs> and for Kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan, they literally are the two countries separating China and Russia. When the big boys fight, they're going to use the pawns. You know, the United States does it all the time, too. They have, yeah, we, we train people. We train the Taliban. <laughs> they have little countries that they, that's where they go fight in. Instead of the big countries screwing up their stuff, they're going to break up the little guy's stuff first. I wish we could teach a BLM and Antifa guys how to do that. What? You know, go break up somebody else's crap before you break up your own. <laughs> we could send them to Kazakhstan. They wouldn't last. Okay. They wouldn't last. They turned into a bloodbath. I mean, I, I mentioned it in the previous one. I grew up watching the 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 pictures of Kosovo, and I remember seeing some of those. Like I was I was young enough that it was it was very impressionable on me, right? And I sit here and I watch it now, <laughs> and I'm like, they're literally going in, and they're not even offering surrender. They're just killing them. They labeled them as foreign terrorists. Even though they're all Kazakhstanis? Yeah. I guess that's how you say them. I think it's, it's Kazakhs if, is, how you, is what they are. Well, either way, if you think about it, it's like these are people that are just tired of being shit on by their own government. We could say whatever it was. I mean, they have a list of demands. They had COVID restrictions. They had gas prices. They had basic general treatment. You know, and they 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 have a revolution. But the problem is they can't even have a revolution in peace and take care of themselves because everybody else wants to stick their nose in it. And now they're being slaughtered for simply wanting to stand up for their rights and their freedoms. Yeah. Yeah, that is what they're doing. Oh, and of course, since the United States can't be out of conflict, let's uh let's not pay let's not mention the fact that the US has just threatened Iran with severe consequences if it attacks any American nationals, including Trump and other officials Tehran imposed sanctions on. Because last year Iran imposed sanctions on Trump and members of his administration. <laughs> we boycott Trump. <laughs> look, I mean, okay, look, from in Iran's defense, Trump did go, hey, is this the dude that, that helped attack our embassies? Okay, fuck him. <laughs> Just got rid of him. So, I yeah. mean, did you hear they put up a statue for Soleimani and that very night, the night after it was unveiled, protesters broke it. Yep.
Yeah, so yeah. yeah, they 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 tend to go through uh statues pretty well. You know what's so funny? <laughs> you know what's so funny? Do you realize that it is a small sect of the Middle East that has absolutely destroyed everything from antiquity? Before then everybody just left stuff alone. And no, I'm not saying BLM is in there. I'm saying that BLM and ISIS and Al-Qaeda are using the same tactics. Strategies. Yeah, they're destroying the history so that they can rewrite it however they want. I'm sure North well, Korea did the same thing, but nobody's allowed in or out of the country, so it doesn't really matter. I was listening to a... Um, the, the reason I want to bring this up is because I think we're awful close to doing something here similar. But I was listening to one of the people that actually got out of North Korea. And there are cities in North Korea, uh, especially the ones that you see whenever they do their interviews. There are cities in North Korea that have maybe four or 500 people. They're like the size of New York, but they only have four or 500 people uh, whose only job is to make sure that it's clean and pristine and perfect. No one lives there. And whenever they want to do propaganda, and that's one of the stories they were telling us, like whenever they want to do propaganda, they bring these people in and they get to stay there until they're done doing the, the video and they chase them all out and they clean it. And China's like I said, way. they have those fake cities that mm-hmm. they need. They have to build at a certain rate to keep the GDP of the nation above a certain level. Because once it falls below that, it crashes. Oh, they're a little late for that. So what's it ponder what what's the name of that of their it's something tree isn't it what the the <laughs> company the the real estate company they have the that builds everything just went up went under and i can't oh, remember evergreen evergreen that's I thought who that it was is. a shipping company no it's uh it's part of their that or they own evergreen i don't i'm not quite for sure they might own it Well, now you got me curious. I own stock. Just kidding. I don't own stock in Evergreen. <laughs> Somebody's going to hear that and go, he's part of the system. I hate the stock market for one reason. Why? It is a way to manufacture fake growth it's money that's never actually money and i don't like things that are there in a theoretical sense and not an actual physical sense like i remember reading through history where like our when we had the gold standard it's because we had the gold to back it up but now we don't have that we just print off more money the stocks i mean look at this way you could have a stock that's what one tenth of a penny today and tomorrow, because somebody said the right things on TV, it's worth 10 times that. That is how it works. That's what they did with uh, Radio Shack and GameStop and a bunch of other ones. Which I think is funny. It's that fake wealth ever since we've been off of the uh, gold currency. Yeah, ever since then. Or there's been nothing. Standard. Yeah. There's nothing that, that your your dollar has no value. That's why when people say that it's more expensive to make a penny than it is to actually uh, 
it's more it's more expensive to to make a penny than a penny is actually worth is sad however you can't actually sell them uh or you can't uh sell them for scrap you have to make them into something or you know however that works but <laughs> wait for the days where they make them into bullets or something <laughs> but no seriously so Kazakhstan is in some really uh, deep water. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's because of the COVID, but they they let out of a a uh, they let out a, a list of co- demands and freedom is in there, but that's not the big one. Is there anything we could ever use as a standard anymore? Oh, you went back to the money thing. Is there what you know? I know my brain just thought about it and I just kind of had a brain fart on it, but is there any standard that you could use? I mean, the gold standard's pointless now because China owns most of the gold in the world. That's why they wanted to go back to a gold standard. They'd actually mean something at that point. They are actively suppressing the cost of gold and silver. Hmm. So... Yeah, I, I wish don't know. we could get it to. I wish we could get it to the thing, but who knows? Um, but so we are at about forty-five minutes. The world is shit. Everything, Everything is, is garbage. Garbage. And uh, prepare uh, as we look through the news. Uh, like I said, I'll have the plan for next episode. Um, I kind of actually look forward to it. See what you add to it. But so, um, don't go in the metaverse. Don't get a chip in your head. Don't get a chip in your hand. Uh, refuse to eat bugs. No. Crickets are tasty. You heard what they're trying to do, right? No. They're trying to remove meat and replace it with a strictly bug diet. Well, fuck that. I don't care how tasty they are, and I have had several. They are not taking my fucking steak. No, especially from Buster. You're really Mm. eating Buster. I know. <laughs> uh, by the way, I wanted to point one thing out. Um, I was I was going to mention it earlier, but we got sidetracked. One news article that I did want to mention that we haven't talked about. Dr. Robert Malone fires off a warning shot. The latest disease spreading across China is an Ebola-like hemorrhagic fever. Great. So we wait, have COVID wait, wait. that makes you. You have to add. You have to add. There's more than that. I didn't bring those up because they want to scare you. England had its first human case of avian flu as well. Oh, great. You know what it is? And, you know what it is? Wait, and 6.6 earthquake in Cyprus. Just say. Meh. Unless La Palma blows, I don't really care about Cyprus. <laughs> uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge fan of, of the Mediterranean at the moment anyway. But I, I, I find it funny. You know what I think it is? Hey, tell me if you're wrong. You're more experienced than I am. You, you've dealt with more prepping and survival longer than I have. But one of the things that I learned early on is you have to, you have to maintain your immune system. 
Yeah. And it's almost like these people have babied their immune systems or just completely nerfed them because they're all taking these vaccines that rewrite their immune system. They're... And suddenly things that we didn't have to worry about. I'm like, great. Now you got flu Rona that makes you bleed out the freaking eyeballs. Right. <laughs> zombies. <laughs> it's, we're Cold getting ready Ebola. for zombies. See, you thought I was kidding when I said cold. cold I did. I thought you were full of shit that I read that. And I was like, oh, my God. See? <laughs> Why? See, and it's only one podcast different, and I'm already proven right. I don't like you. We're done. That's enough <laughs> internet for today. Why is everybody picking on me today? But it's avian flu. In the so you got UK. bird flu again. Uh, Yeah. I'm a little surprised they didn't say that they got mad sheep disease instead of mad cow disease from all the haggis, but... Hey, it's you only have to worry about those when you're feeding your livestock the brains of its own species. I still haven't figured out who thought that was a freaking good idea. Well, it's like if you're going to commit the perfect murder, you don't sit here and bury the body. You sit here, you drain it, you eat it, and then you dehydrate the blood and put it in your roses. Is that too much detail? How long have you thought about this? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh. I mean, the human body is great fertilizer. The blood makes blood meal, which is, it has important vitamins and nutrients. You grind up the bones and you get bone meal. You got to heat those up to get all those vitamins and put it back in the soil so that your plants grow up nice and big. So I'll be gathering food about five miles away from the house. <laughs> I still have some scruples about long pig and anything available to it. And not but, like I said, you make the, the chubby cheek ham hocks or something. Holy crap. Wait, is that an actual recipe? <laughs> I'm not saying. I think I've said no. too much this episode. Wait, wait, wait. No, think about this, though. We're joking about it, but they're actually in New York City. They're fighting so they can have a cannibal menu. Yeah, I remember. We, in New we York covered, City. We covered that we, episode we, in an episode, yeah. I thought we covered it for uh, California. We all kind of expected it. This one just popped up, though. They're actually going against suing the city for the right. Yeah, that was the one we talked meat. about. That was the one we talked about. The I'm one like, that they sued the to be authorized to say and serve human meat. Hey, guys, welcome to America. The fact that they're willing to eat each other now means that nothing's off the table. There are people fighting in the streets of cities all across this nation for rats. It only takes nine meals until we're in anarchy. We're not talking hobbit meals. We're talking like nine days at most. Really? Because all we did was tell people that, you know, you're going to be locked down and we had no toilet paper for six months. I think I think it's a lot less than that. Like we, we talked about how the pipeline was going to go down. And so everybody's out there with trash bags or anything else trying to trying to get gas. You know, there's a reason I brought it up, though. I think the biggest incidental and I say this because so many people ignore it. It's common sense. No, it's not that common. It is a requirement to survive. Calm, cool, collected for a reason, and a dark fucking sense of humor. That is wait, the wait. biggest incidental. I'm just saying. 
I think you thought I said common sense. I said calm and sense. Common oh, sense. I, thought, I did. I, I did think <laughs> common sense. I'm like, that shit's not that common. No, it's not. But I, those are the two things that I think that, that people just ignore. because I, And I get it. Once you, If you're not used to it, something shit hits the fan, you lose it. The quicker you can return to calm and sense, the longer you're going to survive. All right. Well, with that being said, I think we we touched on the incidentals pretty well. Kazakhstan is still a story that is breaking quickly in many different directions, and we can bring you doom and gloom about all the different diseases, but at some point, we just have to go, what happens, happens. Quesera, sera. Whatever will be, will be. Because Omicron would probably have been the final variant. It is highly transmissible, but hasn't killed anybody. Or way, way, way down. The The amount of deaths from COVID have consistently dropped over the last seven months. Media is not telling you that. They're te- they stopped focusing on deaths and started to focus on people who had it. Then they came out and said the PCR tests were faulty. And yet they still then you find half out- a billion. Didn't it just release that over two-thirds of all cases of death in the United States are COVID? Over two-thirds of them had over had at least six comorbidities. Yeah, so say five million people. We'll round it up. We'll we'll do six million so that we can break this down. Right? That means that most of them, right? Most of them, like four million of them had other comorbidities. Morbidities. They were diabetic. They were fat. They had, you know, asthma. Yeah, it's like you said. It's like holy crap. When you find out that most of the deaths weren't straight from straight COVID. I have to tell you this, but back in August of 2020, John MacArthur, who was a preacher, came out and said, "We're going to find out that 96 percent of the deaths were false positive," and he was right. Mm -hmm. They admitted it. And so that means that the 4% that still exist, of that, two-thirds of those had core morbidity. So that number drops even more. In 1918, the Black Death pandemic, or the Spanish flu, had a death rate of 5.26%. Let that sink in. 526 uh, and I hate it whenever anybody tries to compare those two. I'm like, they're, they're, there's nowhere near the death rate. Right. So let, let me finish, though. 5.62%. Up until 2019, the average death from the flu was 0.009. And scientists say that is just a typical year. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, remember, 0.009. COVID-19 in 2020 killed 0.006. Just let that sink in. Jeez. Right? We destroyed countries and economies and people's lives and ways of living and we're forcing them to into concentration camps. Not for COVID, but for control. And with that, I'm Odin. This is Tyr. And we'll see you again on another episode of Winter's Call.
going crazy so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.